Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five Respect, so when I bust my rhyme, you break your neck. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. Oh, so and break away from tradition. Cause when we be out, girl is full of me that we wouldn't believe that. Comes into Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. Sorry, I sound a little bit raspy, but that is due to a mild hangover. Uh, I'm hurting. It's about almost seven o'clock my time. It's been a crazy weekend. You know, your your boy's turning 25 this week. By the time you hear this, it'll have probably already been my birthday. January 16th, feel free to send happy birthdays via the, D, the DM. Um, but yeah, so we're, 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 we're a little tired here. We're very excited. We're jubilant because the Green Bay Packers are headed back to the NFC Championship game for the first time since 2016, where they will be playing against the San Francisco 49ers. And boy, oh boy, I could not be more excited, especially because of the way Aaron Rodgers looked today, put some perfect balls into his receiver's hands, and even in tough situations, including that last pass to Jimmy Graham uh, to get the first down. Might be a little bit controversial, uh, or might be a controversial ending uh, because of the spot of the ball, but who knows? I don't care. We're moving on. Aaron Rodgers starting to look good. He's going to be the bad man we all once remember. Um, and I'm excited because, to think of it, we're just one game away from the Super Bowl. But Wits, how you doing? How was your weekend? How are you feeling? I, you look better than I do right now, so I'm assuming you're feeling better than I do. Yeah, and it's two hours later here, so I don't know if you have any excuses over there. You should be pumped. The Packers just took it home. I know. Um, I, as, as a Bears fan, I don't really care for the Packers, but I did have a minus four and a half, so five-point victory. Uh, I was a Packers fan tonight. Um, awesome effort. I thought they were going to blow it down the stretch, Roz. I really did, uh, getting the ball back to Russell Wilson one I more really, time. I think that's why I'm, I'm – not only, the hangover really is why I sound melancholy, but I think I'm a little more concerned because the Packers, no matter what the situation is, they can be up by 30, and that game's still going to finish a one-score game. And I think that is always nerve-wracking to me. Yeah, and uh, it was great effort by Rodgers and Devontae Adams had one hell of a game. Um, I thought the Packers were going to come out and stomp on him in the second half, but Russell Wilson, I think, is he, he might be the most, I think, valuable quarterback in the league to his particular team, and you saw it out there, put out a great effort, always seems to make those crazy plays when it really counts. Um, they felt, came up a little short, but pretty good season for Seattle, and Green Bay will move on uh, to face the 49ers. Um, and, Ross, speaking of the 49ers, they played a heck of a football game, I think, against the Minnesota Vikings on Saturday. Uh, it was really a beatdown. Um, the Vikings, I don't think, really had a shot after that first quarter. 14-10 uh, to 10 at the half, but game wasn't really that close. And Kirk Cousins kind of came back to par, played pretty crappy. 
almost the whole game. And San Francisco moves on to its first NFC Championship game. And I think it's probably been about seven or eight years now. Um, but, yeah, they played a great game. And I think you had them. Um, I had Minnesota, I know, so I wasn't happy about that. But, Roz, the winning quarterbacks on Saturday threw for a combined 221 yards between Ryan Tannehill and Jimmy Garoppolo. Any thoughts on that? Uh, it's wild. I mean, the, the whole situation in both those games. I mean, the Vikings just, they clearly weren't up to par and weren't going to, they didn't pose much of a threat. I thought it was interesting that they went back-to-back, uh, making it a 7-7 game to start. But it was, the Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill thing is blowing my mind. And congratulations to the guy because this is a truly impressive story and one that is going to go down in at least Titans history. Who knows? I mean, they're going up against a team on, uh, on next weekend in the conference championship. I mean, we'll get into those games. But Tannehill making some noise. A little Nick Foleyan, if you think about it. Um, yeah, he came in when they were 2-4. and four, And now, I mean, rode this all the way to the AFC championship game. So it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, Derrick Henry with 180 yards plus for the third straight game. Most rushing yards, I think, of all time. I think he's the greatest um, story of those games. I mean, he has been out of his mind, and he's a guy who missed Week 16, came in, wasn't necess- wasn't necessarily needed for Week Seven or yeah, Week 17. Came in, ran the ball well. Um, to me, he's 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 really making a case for being a top running back in the league. I mean, he finished with the rushing. Uh, with the rushing title, having the most yards on the season. And I think that's going to pose a threat. I think this is a gritty team. It's the only like way I can give myself an idea of how the Titans might hold up against the Chiefs. I think they're going to be gritty. But impressive win. Don't know how much further it's going to go. Um, but they've taken down now the Patriots and the Ravens, which is pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, and Derrick Henry passes the ball now, too. So That, was, the, that pass was hysterical. That was amazing. It was. That was an awesome play, and Roz, I think, I, I hate to say it because he had such a great year and it's such a great story, um, and as many yards as Lamar Jackson put up on Saturday, it was yet another disappointing playoff performance. When you look at the turnovers, um, you know, the fumble, the two interceptions, the Ravens playing down for pretty much the entirety of this game, it was very disappointing for a number one seed to get knocked out this early, especially against a Titans team that a lot of people thought they were going to trounce. Um, but the Ravens and Lamar Jackson in his second playoff appearance, um, like you said, put up a lot of yards, but was not very good. And no. the Ravens got kicked. Was not was not efficient enough. Scored only 12 points. And I said, what happens if they get down? I've said that all year long, and that wasn't the case, only other than the Browns game. And they were down early and down the entire way. So... Interesting to see. We're going to debate about it in a little bit in our debate circle, uh, but we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson as a whole. Let's talk about Sunday's games. Uh, watched, watched briefly the first half of the Texans Chiefs game. Got up to twenty-four nothing. Turned it off. Next thing you know, I'm waking up from a nap and the score is forty-eight to uh, twenty-four. It was ridiculous. I could not believe what my what I was seeing. Um, and Patrick Mahomes is, is just a homie, man. He he slings that ball, and he looks fantastic. And in a conversation where this year maybe it was Lamar's AFC, was it Tom Brady and the Patriots' AFC still, I think Mahomes might have just stamped it as his conference. So this is a terrifying Chiefs team, especially with all their weapons. 
and they're explosive. I mean, they put up 51 points in this game. So it's it's wild to me, and uh, I, I don't know your takeaways, but that's that's a team that I picked to go to the Super Bowl, and now I'm a little worried if the Packers were to have to face them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I actually did the exact same thing, Roz. Um, 21 nothing. I was watching the game with my dad, and I said, screw this, I'm going to go take a nap. And I woke up 45 minutes later, and it was 28-24, uh, Chiefs. Um, so <laughs> quite a game. And I think it is great as that second quarter was for the Chiefs. Um, Roz, a lot of people, including myself, are questioning a couple of the decisions by Bill O'Brien, um, mainly the two being the, the fake punt, um, which seemed very unnecessary at the time, and then the not going for it on the fourth and one, kicking the field goal. And then after that, having the Chiefs just absolutely explode. So I know a lot of people ha- have a lot of different opinions about Bill O'Brien, and I, I don't know if really you can get rid of a coach who won a playoff game and you know won your division. But Roz, Bill O'Brien continues to be, I guess, that, that kind of guy who doesn't really win the big game ever. And you know being up 24 nothing in a playoff game and then blowing it, and not only blowing it, but getting blown out. Um, there's blown a lot out. Left to, it was wild. Blown out. Lost by 20 points. So all the credit in the world for Kansas City. Um, three touchdowns in seven plays. <laughs> Pretty impressive to say the least. But, yeah, this was, Roz, this was, I think, unacceptable by the Texans to blow that big of a lead um, and blow it that fast. I mean, it was, it was one quarter, and the Chiefs never looked back. So, you know, here we are, another, you know, advance to the next round, but not really get to anything worthwhile as a Texans fan. So I don't know what you do with Bill O'Brien here, but he, he, he's got to do something because they just haven't won the big game ever with him. Yeah, and I was about to slap one on Deshaun Watson, but his stats today were pretty impressive through the air and on the ground. He got into the end zone that way as well. Um, it's been a fun playoffs. It's been a wild one, in my opinion. I mean, the Tennessee Titans, really, a really a cool story. Um, and the Chiefs are just that dominant team coming into the postseason. I mean, they're hot, and they were hot to finish off the year. So um, I expected nothing less than where they are today. Um, Wits, we don't have a lot of time today, so we're not doing a whole bunch of questions. And I didn't even give you the preface beforehand, so it shows how much preparing we did for this. Um, are you doing the ads today, or am I doing the ads today? I think you should do the ads today. Okay, well, while I'm picking up the ads, which what we're going to do is, yeah, I honestly forgot we had ads to do, but we're going to do ads. Um, we're going to discuss Lamar Jackson. Oh, by, the way, by the way, I did listen to your ad last week, Rod, and I ordered my Manscaped package. Wonderful. Great stuff. Very happy about it. Um, As we said, so yeah. we're big Manscaped guys. I don't even know if that's the ad this week, but... All I can tell you is Manscaped is a product we we stand with, and uh, luckily, oh boy, it's our favorite ad that we're going to bring up, but we're also standing by my bookie wits, and, and you're putting it on my shoulders again, so when I get the call and get the boot from my bookie, it's all going to be on you because of how poorly I have executed their script time in and time out but my bookie that is who we're promoting today it's 2020 we're heading into a new year and for the first time in a long time the patriots aren't making the super bowl so who's your next pick head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality my bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry football not your thing no worries my bookie's got it all from the nba to the premier league they've even got odds on ufc and with everybody's favorite irish 
nuisance. Wow, I would have said favorite Irishman and most talented human being fighting on the 18th. Things are bound to get exciting. I'm super excited for Conor McGregor to be back in the ring, and I know that gets me new hype wits, and my bookie might be hosting my bet for that big match, but my bookie has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in every free money, whoop, in free money to play with. I was so close, wits. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's the promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid, and wits. That was, you're running down the sideline to the 20, the 10, and at the five, I stumbled. It's the worst. Didn't get in the end zone there. So my bookie, we're another week away from a perfect read. Uh, wits, we're going to be doing a little debating again. We could totally end up on the same side of these things. We'll see where it goes. But the first question we have is going to be the great debate about the AFC quarterbacks. And I know Tom Brady should be considered, but we're going to leave him out due to, I think, his career is closer to an end than we all um, than the rest of the guys I'm going to compare to. And I'm only comparing the next two. We're going to do Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Who is the bigger threat in the next decade in the AFC? And my interesting take is I think this is Patrick Mahomes' league now, and I think Lamar Jackson... This might be a little rough just based on one playoff game, but two playoff games, actually. I think Lamar Jackson is about to flubber. And I said that last year that I didn't think he was that great of a quarterback. I'm not saying he should be a wide receiver or running back, but I don't think he can win the big game. He's not that type of quarterback, and we've seen it in two playoff appearances. Lamar Jackson, to me, might be flashy, might put up unbelievable Michael Vick numbers, but even with the whole dogfighting situation, Michael Vick... His career wasn't going to be one of longevity. Lamar Jackson showed a little bit of true colors. Great performance yards-wise, but couldn't get the ball where it needed to go. I think Patrick Mahomes heads and heels over Lamar Jackson. I think this is going to be his AFC for the next decade. Um, I, I agree with you that I think this is going to be Patrick Mahomes' AFC, um, partly because the guy's already won an MVP. So it's not like we're making an outlandish prediction, uh, you know, that is given to the best player in the league. And, you know, the fact seeing with all he's done, especially this year, I know stats wise wasn't as good as last year, but he was hurt. Um, and it seems like he keeps getting better. Um, just not looking at the stats, keeps getting better at the offense, the decision making. And I, I think I'm going to call you out a little bit. I think a little bit of an overreaction on Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, I think there were a lot of questions coming into this year because we saw what he did in last year's playoff game, and it looked like he really didn't belong um, under center as a quarterback and then proved basically everybody wrong this year with what he did. And I think on Saturday, uh, he had a really bad game. And, you know, from a yards perspective, stats-wise, I mean, over 500 yards, not a bad game at all, but made some key turnovers. Um, but I can't, sh I can't put the whole blame on Lamar Jackson. The Baltimore Ravens as a whole did not play well. And as good as they were during that during the entire season in the 12-game winning streak, um, they just got punched in the mouth by the Titans and got beat by, I don't think, a better team, but a team that was more ready to go. So I'm not going to write off Lamar Jackson after, you know, two I, playoff games. Um, I think like, it's an overreaction. Like I said, wait, wait, wait. Like I, okay, so I am overreacting. I might be – I don't – first off. Okay, so I'll then do, I'll do it. I'll do it here. No, no, no. I don't agree. He's never going to win a Super Bowl, and I also don't think he's going to get to a Super Bowl. 
So that's my take on it. I think he's going to be flashy. He's going to be something of Michael Vick-esque. But Michael Vick never won anything on his own right. So I think Lamar, the flash is great. He's fun. He's going to get his endorsements. He's going to get his wins. And he's going to get more rushing yards than any quarterback's ever had. But it's not going to be good enough to win. And if you couldn't beat the Titans, the sixth seed. And I understand they beat the Patriots, but that is a lacking Patriots team. So... I'm going with Lamar Jackson showed his true colors in that loss, and I don't think this is a guy. This guy will be the Marvin Lewis of quarterbacks. I think he's going to get to the postseason. I don't think he's ever going to win. Wow. The Marvin Lewis of quarterbacks. Yeah. That's that's a harsh label for uh, a guy just entering his going to be his third year next year. And um, I don't even need to call him Marvin Lewis. I'll call him Andy Dalton. It's going to be the same way. Dalton put up flashy numbers. That was a good-looking Bengals team. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Numbers. Wait a minute. Dalton never put up flashy numbers. No, we already came to the air. agreement. He, the he had some good seasons. I, he had some good seasons, and then he had some bad seasons. I'm, put, I'm comparing Please. him to Andy Dalton. Please. He's, he's Andy Dalton. He, dude, he cannot throw as well as Andy. Andy Dalton's a better probably quarterback. Lamar Jackson led the league in passing touchdowns this year. Oh my! Of like five yards, like a di- like a deep and dunk. Bad game, but I, I just you're you're overreacting. You're I think throwing motion is a big thing as well. Like I honestly want to call out Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson has an ugly throwing motion, and he's another guy who is flashy and fancy as he is on his feet. He's not really a winner, you know. <laughs> okay. We're we're uh, we're grasping. We're grasping. I don't think top. we're grasping here. I think I'm pretty uh-huh. right. I mean, we've seen it back to back years. I'm not overreacting. It's a thing with quarterbacks. I did, I don't know what there's it's not an overreaction here. This is I'm telling you, Andy Dalton didn't win a playoff game, Arvin Lewis didn't win a playoff game, and Lamar Jackson's gonna be in that same category because Deshaun Watson already won a playoff game, so he's out of it. Anyways, Lamar, that's my take. Patrick Mahomes is so much more superior. The only quarterback that competes with Patrick Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers, and that's because Rodgers is one of the greatest of all time. And because of how much I love my Packers, we're going to keep it in that universe. You're not going to guess where I'm going here, but which next topic is Mike McCarthy, the new head coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Good move, bad move. My opinion, good move. Wow. I want to hear your thoughts on this first. Yeah, okay. So this is interesting. Somebody somebody said, because think about Andy Reid, right? So Andy Reid went to a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. He did not win it. Um, he was canned. Went to Kansas City, hasn't had a losing season with Kansas City yet. Back-to-back AFC Championship games. Now, things went stale in Philadelphia. Things went stale in Green Bay with Mike McCarthy. I was all in for the move. I think the move was very necessary. It was a very stagnant offense. The team wasn't great. There wasn't a whole lot of talent on the defensive side of the ball. So maybe that is to blame a little bit. But I got to tell you, McCarthy is inheriting a super talented team. Probably the best running back he's ever coached. And in my opinion... This is a guy, there's the whole saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I got to tell you, in coaching, I think it's a little bit different. I think he had a whole year off. I think he's gotten to see the league from a different perspective. And I think he's inheriting a a good quarterback in Dak Prescott. And I think with that talent, if they can bring back Amari Cooper, that's going to be a team that's going to be the best in the NFC East because I think everywhere else, the Redskins, I don't think they're getting any better. Daniel Jones will be interesting to see. And the Eagles, I think, are going the opposite direction. But Mike McCarthy, good move for the Cowboys. think he's going to put up winning seasons there. Will he win a Super Bowl? Not sure. I don't believe so because of my Packers being in the NFC. But good move for the Cowboys. 
Um, I don't know if I can label it a good move right now. I'm a little bit more towards the good than the bad. But for me, the taste in my mouth that was left by Mike McCarthy his last couple of years with the Packers, um, I don't know. What, it was a bad taste? taste. You're not even a Packers fan. Like, I, get out of here. Don't even give me any. Like, I feel I'm like that's football. half. I'm that's, a football fan, though. No, don't I feel like that's half that, sympathy. Dude, don't tell me that those last couple of years were had any inspiration at all for Mike no, McCarthy. None. It was horrible. He was one of the I, best quarterbacks in the league. I'm pretty sure we were doing this show last year. I was bitching about it you know like he was horrible i know it was so i mean i know he did have some good years so that, that's why i'm kind of undecided but the one thing that gives me hope that doesn't have much to do with him is the fact that the nfc east is is pretty terrible um great you know, situation giants, for him to come into i think the giants and the redskins are teams that are on the rise but i don't, I don't think they're anywhere near ready to compete at the level it's going to take um to win a division yet and then the Eagles, oh, man, I don't know what to think about them. I think they're always going to compete, but I don't know what the future of Carson Wentz is. Um, that team had a lot of injuries this year, so it, it's hard to really judge them as a team. But they are beatable, you know, even at the top of their game when they won the Super Bowl. And they weren't this, like, crazy, you know, crazy good team that was kicking everybody's butt. They had a great run, and they ended up, you know, winning it all. But the Cowboys, like you said, Rod, they do have a lot of talent. They've got one of the top running backs and receivers in the league, and they've got, I think, a very good quarterback. I'm not going to call him great, but good enough, I think. Good's the right word for him. There's average for Dalton and good for Prescott. Um, Good defense. So there's a lot of things to be excited about, and maybe the new change and the new face with the Cowboys, maybe that's what takes to vault Here it is. Do you think they're going to make it to the playoffs their first year with him? I do. Okay. They're going to make it. We ended up on the same page. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it's going to take a hell of a lot. I mean, I, I think 10-6 and six could very easily win that division next year. Um, and there's no reason that Cowboys shouldn't have won at least 10 games this year. But, you know, that that's a topic I think we've, we've kind of beaten over and over again on this show with Jason Garrett. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope for their sake that, you know, this kind of revamps thing a little bit. But you, you never really know with the Cowboys. I mean, it, it could just fall flat on its face. And I can already, I can envision, you know, midway through the season, if they are, you know, three and five, people are going to be calling for McCarthy to be fired. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, I think this change just might be the thing that kind of puts them over the top. But, yeah, at the same time, there's there's still going to be a lot of competition out there. I mean, you look at the Packers, as long as Aaron Rodgers is playing, you look at the 49ers, who I don't think are going anywhere. I think the Saints are still going to be a team to compete with. Uh, Russell Wilson, so there's there's still a lot of teams to beat out in the NFC, but the Cowboys definitely have the talent, and McCarthy just might be the guy uh, that Jason Garrett was not for them. So we'll see what happens. I'm more on the right side than wrong side of this, but I don't know. It's hard for me to judge right now. Um, Interesting. I think it's a little bit of a we – were, we were there. You know, we were on the same side. Um. Anyways, last one, Wits, just to give a little bit of spice, a little bit of difference, because I'm curious for you, because I don't know, you definitely haven't done one a whole lot, but say this, you can only choose one option moving forward of how you celebrate your, your social life, and here they are, bars, clubs, house parties. If you can only do one the rest of your life, which one would it be, and I think it'll be interesting to get into why that might be. Wow. 
good question, Roz. Um, I so, have my answer locked down. Okay. I think one thing, I'm throwing out clubs. I was there I last night. It's a little, it's a little much. It, like, it was not very fun. The free bottle was sweet. I appreciate that. Shout out Derek Henry, uh, who was on the show, actually, at one point. Uh, a great guy. Got us in. Um, got all the girls we were with in. It was, it was my birthday and some girls' birthday, so they really hooked it up. And uh, but, 16th is not your birthday yet? Yeah, you know, you, sell, you get both weekends. And when your birthday's in the week, you get both weekends. And that's something we can argue as well. But we'll go back to this club point. I don't like being like a sardine, you know? When you're in there, you're just jam-packed. So I'm with you. We could both toss out the clubs. Although... It sounds like you've had some cool club experience with Little John in Vegas. I think that is the outlier. I think in Vegas you can go to a club. Right, but I mean that Little Little John was that was I think a once in a lifetime thing for me. Um, but yeah, I'm throwing out clubs too crowded, too pricey, and I guess my my thing with bars versus house parties. You know, the more crowded the bar, I think the less fun I have. Kind of right. closer to a club. I think I'm going to have to go with the house party, Roz, and here's why. Um, one thing about house parties, usually you're there kind of with people that you want to hang out with in the first place, and that's really my thing. I like going to bars, but at some point, you go to a crowded bar, pay for overpriced priced drinks, and then you look around and you're like, yeah, most of these people I don't really give a shit about, and I don't even know why I'm here. Um, so that's kind of my deciding factor. Like house party, usually most people you want to hang out with don't have to wait in line to get drinks. You can basically do whatever you want in a pretty, you know, I'd say pretty cool environment. Um, whereas bars, you got to get there and back to. So I think house party overall, if I had to choose one, I think I'd have to go with the house party. I think you're very right. I think the alluring part of the bar is you get to go out and you feel a little bit, maybe a little bit more social. And you, there's the opportunity to meet people, which is the same at a club. Although club, actually I disagree. At a club, it's almost impossible to meet new people too loud of the music. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. The only kind of people you meet at a bar are the people that are jumping you. And you can, you can guess what I mean by that. And yes. Um, but at a bar, yeah, you have the element of potentially meeting buddy. You're, you're paying a lot, though. Whereas a house party, ding, 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 which I'm agreeing with you with, there is the potential to meet people this weekend alone. Went to a house party, uh, again, for everybody's birthdays. And I met a bunch of new people. Great. I know that's the LA lifestyles of having house parties. You meet a bunch of people. They're awesome. You're right, though. I did go because there was a lot of people I did know. It's way more comfortable. Uh, the booze is free. And there's a lot of awesome situations. You can play games. You can get rowdy. Um, all in the safety of a house. So I am all for house parties. I'm glad that we're on the same page there. But get ready to go to Vegas because we're going to tear that up. Wits. We're done with debating today. We didn't debate too hard. We got a little into it on the quarterback situation, but it's okay. That's what we want. That's exactly what we do that for. Um, interesting lines for these games. I'm going to run them out there real quick. We've got the Chiefs minus 7.5 and, and the 49ers minus 7 to open the gate. Um, they're both going to be good. I they're, uh, The grittiness of the Titans is really what's spooking me a little bit right now. I don't know which Titans we're going to get because we can get a Titans team that lacks the ability to score and if you do that against the Chiefs you'll give up 50 and be down and out of that game early which I don't necessarily have my picks yet obviously I'm going plus seven with the Packers not sure what I'm doing with the AFC um, spread wise I do think the Chiefs are going to win that game I think Aaron Rodgers here's the story that I need pumped up all week Aaron Rodgers going home winning at home to the team that passed on him for Alex Smith who's no longer in the league go in beat them in the NFC Championship game, and make them regret once more that they did not draft 
Aaron Rodgers. They're going to cover plus seven, get the W, move on to the Super Bowl. You can do your picks while I debate in my head which way I'm going on this Chiefs-Titans game. <laughs> Um, I guess pretty similarly, similarly to you, I, I just can't go against Aaron Rodgers, especially getting seven points. I understand how this game played out the first time. As do I, by the way. I'm not ignoring that. Right, I know. Uh, 38-7, it was a beatdown. But Aaron Rodgers, I think, you know, is in probably one of the top three or four quarterbacks of our generation, at least. And he just showed us tonight that he still got it still get it done and this Packers defense with uh you know the Smith brothers in particular is a very scary defense and the plus seven I know they're on the road but I got to take them here the 49ers I've been waiting all year for the bubble to burst on them and it's still hasn't popped so I think I have to kind of live with the fact the 49ers are a very great football team but I do like the Packers here plus the seven and then uh, Titans bet against them two weeks in a row. So my Damn, gut really? tells me that let's make it three. Give me the chiefs minus seven in the hook. Um, I think the Titans magic runs out here and as good as they've been playing, I think if they get out, you know, to any sort of early deficit, it's going to be very tough. I think Ryan Tannehill, although he hasn't thrown for over a hundred yards the past couple of games, I think he's definitely capable of doing that, but I don't think that's going to be a very good position for him or that team to be in. And Patrick Mahomes, um, he played a fantastic game today. I know they got down big early, but had two huge drops that really changed the complexion of that first quarter. So if they get up early and often, I mean, this could be a game that, you know, could be like 48 to 14. And I think it might play out something of that nature. So I'm going to take the chiefs here minus seven and a half and go against the Titans one more time. But I won't be upset if the Titans win. What it's been a great story. It'll continue to add to the mystique. And Mike Rabel, I mean, awesome coach. Derrick Henry, if he can rush for another couple hundred yards, Titans might wake their way to the Super Bowl. And we're all on the same side. I'm going to go Chiefs as well. I think they're too explosive. I think this magic, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I think it runs out. Uh, they're just so gritty that I could see that. I mean, they could play a close game. I still think they're going to lose. Um, so I'm going to go Chiefs. And we, you know what that means? If my two picks hit, and if obviously the Packers just went out right, your boy Roz will successfully told you what the Super Bowl is going to be. And not only just at the start of the playoffs, but at the preseason episode that we did, I picked the Chiefs first the Packers so I want that to be known that your boy is looking great I do have money in Vegas on the Packers so maybe I'll even hedge my bet potentially but I know the Packers are going to win so I don't even need to so uh that's been this week we're super football heavy we're getting into an area where we're going to talk more sports we're going to get back into some basketball it's just boring you know who cares Giannis is great LeBron is great what else is there to say about the NBA and then College basketball has been the shit show of the century. I mean, MSU losing today by 30, or 30 points, one of the worst losses they've ever taken as a top 10 team. Nobody who is in the top 10 is safe, which means nobody in this year's March Madness bracket will be safe. Uh, we'll get into that and cover that a little bit more. Work on Joe Lenardi's bracketology. We'll bring that to you. Keep debating. And uh, Wits, I'm exhausted, man. It's been a weekend. I've got another big weekend ahead of me. I'm headed to Phoenix next weekend. Might have to do. We're gonna have to do the show again from Phoenix. I've done it before, so we'll get it done. It is Martin Luther King Jr. weekend next weekend. Um, it'll be another 
rave of a time and uh, four and a half day a week for me. So that's always always a positive in the in the work week. Which what else you got going on in your life right now? How's everything else going? And how are you signing off today? Um, it's it's going kind of like usual, man. Just uh, working a lot. Hurt uh, legs, and only certain people can get that reference. So yeah. it's okay. Legs are hurting, but they're uh, they're feeling good. <laughs> we're about to have a leg ache here in 20 minutes, so we're pretty pumped. Very nice, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, hell of a way to sign off. Um, yeah, glad to come back and do the show. Uh, I got this new little Sunday thing, so see how it works out, but it should be pretty good with the schedule with uh, the two-hour time change and Roz working till all sorts of hours of the night. So, yeah, I hope everybody has a great week, and we'll be back. Talking uh, conference championship football next time. I'm excited to be back talking that. It'll be after the Packers game. So you're getting one set of emotions either way. It'll be the most depressed Roz you've ever had or the happiest one in the world. Returning my Packers to the Super Bowl will be great. We're going to leave on that note. I promise my bookie that I will score next time, not fall on the five-yard line. They will get an excellent, excellent read-through. And to everybody else, have a happy Ra's birthday week. I bless everybody with the ability to have a great week while it's my birthday. So cheers, everybody. This is the opening line where we like to keep the line moving. We'll catch you next time. Yeah.
sacrifices, I'll never regret this. So okay, my cocky flow is officially Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.